All righty. This is unanimous in decision. I'm Joshua Troop, and it is the greatest day of the week. It's Saturday. Why is it the greatest day of the week? Because we are going to be talking WandaVision, episode eight. Uh, and I'm joined by the one and only Ian Rismondo. How you hey. doing, buddy? Doing well. I had a good week. That's good. That's good. We're happy for you. Um, I'm super excited to talk about this just before we get into it. Uh, I'm going to give a huge caveat. Uh, we will be spoiling the, the show, ev- everything that has come before this episode, this episode included. Uh, we, we will be talking this show in its full uh, girth. That's the wrong word, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's full breadth. That's a better word. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, WandaVision episode eight. Uh, let's, let's get into this thing, man. Let's do it. Like longest episode of the season so far. Um, and if that's what we were saving up for, I'm all in for it. Cause I rather have a longer finale than a <laughs> longer episode three or whatever. Right. And I think, to, I think it used its time very well. There was a lot that had to go down in this episode. Oh yeah. This was, this was busy. It was entertaining. Is dramatic. Things are starting. To, it's like it's like a web that's slowly like piecing itself together. We're we're, mm-hmm. we're figuring out little pieces of how everything fits. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. this this was a big explainer, similar to uh, episode four, with like the Monica flashbacks. Right. Um, and I gotta tell you, as as someone who's not a fan of flashbacks, um, now I don't think these are technically true flashbacks. They're like um, memories. It's it's yeah. Weird. It's more like memories because she's like fully embracing him. She's reacting to him, and and I don't mind that. I don't mind that, um, especially since it's something we we've never seen before, right? Um, that people have told us, but like to actually see the dramatic moments and her reaction to the dra- dramatic moments as an adult. Um, I think that plays a big part. Like if if we had just been given the flashbacks, but not her response to them, how she. Yeah, how she that, dealt with dealt with that. I think that wouldn't it wouldn't have had as big effect as it did. That that's completely what uh, I'm all about. Um, it is definitely that like modern reaction to things, right? Um, but yeah, I, what let let's start at the beginning of the episode. A lot happened, so it's going to be easiest to do this somewhat chronologically. All right, um, because that's what we love to do. Uh, <laughs> true, true. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, so beginning of the episode, what was it, 1683? Does that sound right? 93? Uh, 1693. 93? Okay. Uh, 1693. He not, not even a full Agatha Harkness explainer, but a little bit of backstory behind it. I think we can it. infer a bit about. Yeah, what did uh, you think about it? So my first thought was, uh, until I recognized that it was a coven uh, of witches, I was like, okay, <laughs> she... Um, she got found out by the by the civilians yeah it's very it's played off very much and they get the are you a witch and it's like in this case no is the wrong answer right right (laughs) right. um and then so we got to see so there was a coven there that she was a part of uh with her mother leading it i really liked that do you think it's actually her mother or is that just like a phrase like like, um, like I, I think about this often with like Star Wars too, with the Dathomir and witches. They call her Mother Towson. Are they all her children? That's a ton of children. 
So I actually, I, I, I took, I a, think it's a just a phrase in, in like witchcraft, right? Uh, I took a class in college called uh, Myth, Ritual, and Magic. Uh, it that, sounds a like, that sounds like a real class for sure. Uh, it was. <laughs> uh, it fulfilled a writing requirement, and I was like, okay, cool. Um, but we actually, we actually read a story uh, of a woman who like traveled to England because uh, she was interested in like modern day covens of, of women who identify themselves as witches. Uh, and she's in modern day. Is that what you? Modern said? day. Yes. Okay. Uh, this was this happened in like I think the late nineties. Uh, she wrote okay. about it. Uh, and she like infil infiltrated, but she like became part of the coven, didn't really believe what they believe, believe but was practiced with them. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I don't remember reading when that deep they called, undercover. right. I don't remember reading that they call like the lead, uh, which, uh, mother. So, I mean, it's certainly possible. I'm not an expert on, yeah. on uh, covens or witches, but, uh, so it's possible. I, I definitely went down the route that that's her actual mother. And I mean, it could be both, right? Like that's it also could. a possibility. It's like, but but yeah, it's just something that's common enough in like film right. that so you're, you're not we're not I'm like sure. yeah I have no idea whenever they they do that play. Uh, I did like uh that her mother at least okay mother whether it be coven mother or actual mother yeah uh, yeah sure I like that her mother's name is Evanora. Yeah, how did you figure this out? Is this just what IMDb says or what? Uh, bit or? bit of googling, a lot okay. of googling, uh, trying to figure this out because I just wanted to know more about the character just. Well, then is this like the comic book version? Her comic book mother is named Evanora? I didn't I didn't pull up like a fan wiki. I, I was pulled up a bunch of like Google searches, a bunch of uh, Reddit articles where people were talking about it. Um, okay. And they had the name Evanora. I assume it's from the comics. I could probably do a quick Yeah, because I wonder if though that like... So 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 why, why is Evanora important? Because you're explaining this to me and I, th I yeah. think it's pretty cool. Uh, so I believe that it's a reference, uh, yet another reference in this show to The Wizard of Oz. Uh, because the name Evanora is the name of the Wicked Witch of the East. Yeah, and so that's weird to me though, because I, I kind of got the vibe that uh, the the coven were actually, if there is such a thing, good witches. Mm -hmm. um, well, that's the thing with with coven because, and covens; they're not inherently bad, right? I, I I guess they just have their own motivations and whatever right. they are, they are. Or at least um, I guess it's just the idea of like the stereotypes of like right sure you know, stereotypes of which kidnapping like, children exactly, and exactly. cooking them or whatever. <laughs> I mean that's just a side hustle. <laughs> it's just a perk of the package, man. Right. Uh and so like but but they 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 were basically going to kill her for practicing some crazy dark arts thing. Right. They, and so, so to me, I'm like, them. okay, well, that seems like they've got like that. There's a line for them that they won't cross, mm -hmm. uh, which is typically a thing that good people have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't hear a lot of bad people with lines they won't cross. Um, but if they have them, then that must be really bad, <laughs> right? Uh, it's uh, I forget what it is, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But um, and so it, there's that, and then her her like last plea before they start ritualizing her which i think i just made up right now uh is she says like i can be good and she now that that could just mean that like i could be good for you like i could be good for the coven i could be right. like like there's a lot of meanings there but but just like all that coupled together i i kind of got the vibe 
that like they they were kind of good witches and they were scolding her for maybe doing some magic with mephisto i don't know like doing something that's uh a little a little unorthodox maybe Uh, unnatural it definitely seemed like maybe she was talking to good old dormammu again (laughs) like that's a thing that people just do that's that's the norm yeah, I have I have a feeling that she was looking into some some dark magics that uh, the rest of the coven didn't want to touch. Um, right. <laughs> uh, and I don't know if it's like she found a spell book that should have been in the Sanctum Sanctorum or, <laughs> right. or what. The Darkhold. Right, right. Uh, but I mean, color is very important, especially in this show. Color is extremely important. Yeah. And when we saw the rest of the witches uh, blasting her with magic, uh, the color was blue, and I believe you brought this up. Yeah, uh, I thought this was so cool. Uh, if it is a a good thing, kind of thing, um, or maybe it's order versus chaos uh, as I think the questioning. Probably, uh, right. That like the blue is very like ordered magic. It's just illusion based. It's not super powerful kind of stuff. And then the red we see that Wanda's doing the chaos magic and her super powerful stuff. That at least right now is very evil. Uh, right now. Um, and then Agatha, when she starts to unleash her powers is purple. It's something in between blue and red. And that's kind of very true to her comic book character. I feel like is that sometimes she's a mentor for Wanda, like we see in most of this episode, but at the same time at the, the, um, the twist at the end of every single one of her sentences kind of is like, well, she's clearly got some other motivation. She wants to know how this was created so that she can what? And and what is the answer to that question is is the big thing that I guess we'll find out next week. But oh man, um, but yeah, it's like it's like she wants to she wants to help Wanda help herself so that she knows more. <laughs> I'm actually kind of curious now because we know that Agatha was she was around in 1693, probably right. she's, a little, she's little an old, old lady. Uh, I wonder how she's kept alive. I mean, we can just call yeah. it magic, but like, Witches. if there are spells, if there are spells that do that, like, I mean, that if you want to have your um, defender of the Sanctum Sanctorum live forever. Oh, that's a good question, right? So, so if yeah, she, if so, she has found a magic. If she has found a magic that has kept her alive for this long, that's not Dormammu related, right? That's a good question. Yeah, why didn't the ancient one just do this? Maybe it is Dormammu related. Maybe, maybe that's just as easy as, or and, or maybe it's some yeah. other dark entity. It's Mephisto, and it still falls into Mordo's uh, do not contact list. Right. It's like <laughs> <laughs> next episode, Mordo breaks down the door. Dude, that's what I'm saying. I want Mordo to show up. Uh, obviously, we'll probably get some sort of interaction in Doctor Strange too. Um, Mordo being a typical Doctor Strange character, he went off on his uh, No More Sorcerers uh, tirade. Yep. And well, Wanda's kind of the exact reason he's doing it. <laughs> uh, maybe not the reason he started doing it, but it is the reason <laughs> that he's justified in doing so. Um, we we got so I guess. Unless you have anything else you want to say, actually, one last one last thing about uh, 1693. Something that I have not been able to find anything online about, but I'm pretty curious about is um, when Agatha's mother is she's up in the air and she's using her, like this one last attempt to try and stop Agatha. There's like an ephemeral crown, yeah, around her head, and I don't know if that's to signify 
power the ability she's using or if it's like trying to invoke some authority i don't know exactly but i'm really curious about that yeah i i don't totally know um maybe they all kind of have these ethereal crowns they're as witches but then like maybe her mom although i would imagine she has it also considering she's more powerful than her mom clearly right uh so yeah i but I but we see people... kind of similar things with like wanda has a couple there's a couple frames in this episode with wanda and her classical uh comic book costume with the crown and um so i think it evokes a little bit of that but maybe i mean like Agatha talks about how like, oh, you're the Scarlet Witch. You're this bith of this bith, this beast of mythos. Um, and so maybe like her mom was kind of fell into that realm also, which kind of makes her fall into that realm a little bit of these just the, super powerful Ross, riches. Like up until this point, she had been some this crazy, crazy powerful witch. But then she comes across Wanda, who is just doing something leagues beyond her understanding. Right? Yeah that that's kind of the big thing is that like 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 <laughs> she, she goes Wanda. through it. She's like, I understand like how this works. She's like, you're doing mind control, and she does it to the cicada, and then she's like, and hey, you're doing transmutation. I get that, and then she's like. But the whole idea of all of this working at the same time without your active involvement right, like is down, actually like, crazy. Getting everything right down to the crown molding, get it yeah. like you're holding up illusions on the other side of town. That like here she can kill an entire coven that raised her like no problem. And she has no idea how powerful Wanda is. Yeah, that should really for for everyone who's been like we, we don't really get a chance to see how powerful Wanda really is. This show is giving us a really good, a really good example. And I don't know if it's like, cause I, I don't know. My, my thought was kind of until like maybe a couple of years ago, my thought had always been how powerful she is, is how much damage she can do a battle. Yeah. Right. But this, I mean... but this is showing a different type of power that she's able to control all this down all the way down to the, foundation which is really cool yeah nameless Haley in the chats this is just a reminder also uh that if you want to share your thoughts your theories uh we'll call them out during during the episode during this uh live show um nameless Haley also agrees uh that agatha agatha maybe isn't pure evil although you know the ending is a little sus uh with her threatening billy and tommy naming the scarlet witch like all, all that stuff um it still feels like Agatha wants something. Yeah, from, from it's more, crazy. More so than just understanding how she was able to do this. I mean, that's definitely a part of it. Like, right, right. She, it's, she wants how to do this. She wants to understand, but then to what end? Right. right? What is her goal out of this? Uh, and and that's the thing that's crazy is because I was totally expecting to get some sort of motivation in this episode. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we still don't have it, it's like we only have one more episode. What you else can happen? Villains presumably the the villain's motivation until the very last episode yeah it's like and there's still a thought are we gonna see someone else are we are we gonna see mephisto show up is something else going to happen I mean, maybe, we don't not. Know. maybe not yeah. but uh yeah it's it is crazy that we got all of these these devil easter eggs and they maybe just amount to nothing with regards to this product maybe mephisto shows up in scarlet witch's life a little down the road and we get this huge explainer that he's like, I was there the whole time. <laughs> but we, we get a shot of like uh, that one where we saw it's like, it's all Agatha. 
or it's all Agnes or whatever. <laughs> but it's she, all Mephisto. <laughs> so like we get the shot of behind the camera where Agnes turns to and like winks at the camera, but it pans further out and it's Mephisto. There's another camera. Oh <laughs> my goodness, that would be so good. That she doesn't even realize. Yeah, right. She <laughs> so many layers. I mean, that'd be crazy because she thinks she's in control. I mean, also think about it because like Agatha talks directly to the camera. Who's she talking to? Right. Right. Like that's fair. She was doing an interview. Um, she's in both places at once, or it's Fiatro. It's Fiatro. Uh, yeah. What would you think about that joke? I don't mind it. I, I think that's funny. Um, if oh, there's only two characters in this show that could have delivered that line to me, and one is her because she also does the uh, and I killed. Uh, and I killed Sparky. Sparky. Um, it stinks that both the animals start with S and the Sparky and Scratchy. Like that's right, I, very I, annoying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she does that. I killed Sparky. And then the other character that could have delivered that line is uh, Darcy. Darcy. Yeah. Um, but I, I was pleased with it. It was it, within her monologue and she like breaks to make a joke as part of her monologue. And I was like, yes, that's, that's a funny moment. I think it's fine. I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of playing on what the what us fans would have done. Uh, it because if she hadn't, if, if she had just said fake Pietro and left it there, a lot of people would be like, "Oh, it's fake Pietro, Pietro." But like right. she did it first, <laughs> right? She like, did it for us. This, this is meta. Like she's she's beating us to it. Yeah, it's meta in the best way because it's right. not super engaged with the fans, but also, um, and then uh but yeah so we get this series of flashbacks nameless Haley, you your question uh is do you think there'll be a cliffhanger at the end of the show uh i think that's the big question uh i guess before we get into these flashbacks um because i think ian and i have maybe two different opinions i i don't know if we've we've kind of met in the middle um i i think that the story itself that we're being told in WandaVision will have a conclusion. The The bubble will be down. Um, whether her kids are alive or not, that will be answered. Uh, maybe we start to get involved with uh, albino vision um, or anti-vision, as the comic books sort of call him. Um, that's a little bit more complicated. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, but yeah, the story ultimately would be resolved, but yeah, Wanda might not be in the best place and she might need some more counseling from Dr. Strange, or she might be the villain of Dr. Strange. Uh, all, all those things I think are on the table for sure, but New Jersey will be solved. That that's what I'm saying is that New Jersey will be solved. Uh, if direct, whoever the director of sword is, whether it's Hayward, whether it's Monica, They'll be able to go back to work, go back to work in Florida, uh, Cape Canaveral, which I'm pretty sure is what they're trying to mimic. Um, so, so yes, they, it will be mostly solved. Now, there could still be a cliffhanger, like in credit scene, that leads us into Doctor Strange too. Um, but I think it would be like in the vein of Mordo doing his no more sorcerers, killing Jonathan, not killing, uh, removing the magic of Jonathan okay. Pangborn. I, I think you're onto something. I think that the hex will be down. I like it will be solved. Uh, I I think we're gonna have to lose uh, the vision that Wanda created. It certainly uh, feels that way. It's tough it, to have two visions. It's tough to have two visions, especially because and this I think gave a this episode I think gave a really good example or um, explanation for why he was unable to leave the hex in the first place. 
because he was formed within it. He was formed from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so he can't survive without it. Now, that also raises the question, can her kids survive without it? Right. They're kind um, of, at least as far as we know, in the same boat. Right. I Something else, though, because, again, Marvel really wants these characters for Young Avengers. Uh, uh, the twins. Yeah, yeah. Twins. The twins. Sorry. Yeah, Tommy and Billy. Um, they're still a little bit too young for that, I think. We also don't know. We don't have that movie confirmed yet. So we don't. But there, there's at least three years of movies before we get that. So so they could so they could be thirteen. They could come right? back at the end of Doctor Strange two or something. You're right. right. There, there's a lot um, of time to kill them off and bring it back. <laughs> fair, <laughs> but I I feel like if they, I, I think they're probably gonna die. I, th- I think that's that's where I'm going with that. The kids are gonna be sacrificed. I think um, she's gotta have no one left, right? Like right, we, we have that, to put her back into that place. She's lost everyone because this man, Wanda really has lost a lot. I mean, Ag- Agatha, tragedy, yeah, Agatha was telling you, like, you lost your parents, you lost your brother, you lost the Avengers, you lost like the whole family, you lost vision. <laughs> she's gonna lose vision again and her kids now, again and again, <laughs> and again and again. She lost vision a couple times now, yeah. Um, and then, so I think on top of that, if we do have anti vision or albino vision or whatever you want to call him. If Wanda like sees him and interacts with him, but it's not her vision, that's an even more loss. Because like, oh he's yeah, back, that's but he's not. Right. She's gonna be uh, in such a horrible place. That I think she's definitely gonna play a villainous role in Doctor Strange Two. Not the main villain. I don't want her to be the main villain of Doctor Strange Two. Yeah, I, I'm still wondering though. Like, part of me is still thinking that like he's gonna be at least trying to be a mentor role for her. That like, hey, let let's look at things a big picture. I mean, he can like, definitely look, be a vision is alive in this universe. Look at that. You should you have can combine these universes. <laughs> sort of. Um, and then she I starts def- the whole secret wars cataclysm. Right. Right. I mean, I definitely, I definitely think that uh, Doctor Strange could be a mentor for her. I mean, he's already going to be a mentor for Spider-Man. So I was gonna say, he's, he's it's on a, his resume. He's got a lot on his plate. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's definitely possible. I still feel like she'll play a somewhat villainous role, like a, like a secondary antagonist, uh, and he'll be like a mentor, but also having to deal with her. Like it's it's like one of those things where you're fighting, but you're like trying to be like you can you can get past this. You can uh, you were my brother. I loved you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and nameless Haley coming out with the Wanda not having a Magneto connection in the MCU, but acting very similarly to Michael Fassbender's version of Magneto. And I definitely agree. I mean, if we look at how many people Michael Fassbender's Magneto lost in the X-Men movies, I mean, we, we've got the parents in the Holocaust. We've got his friends in various X-Men fights. We've got his friends in various um, human fights, humans versus mutants fights. Um we have him constantly antagonized by someone like Bolivar Trask. We have him lose his daughter when he's trying and his mom. He loses his daughter and his wife with the same arrow. The same arrow pierces his daughter and his wife like that. That's going to feel very similar to if what we're suspecting is that like the bubble comes down, she loses her children. She loses vision all at the same moment. Um, it's hitting critical mass. You know, it <laughs> could be, I have a feeling that, it's somewhere somehow Hayward is going to be able to, to take down the, the the bubble. So it's not going to be her letting go of the bubble and losing her. Kids. I mean, I wonder be, if anti-vision be, they'll be able to do it. Right. Maybe. Uh, I, I think though that like the show has been hyping up Hayward's like um, 
his exercise to get <laughs> yeah. in there and take it take it down for a couple episodes right. now. I think it's going to succeed. Right. Uh, I, I think it's going to work. They're going to get in Ooh, there. That's he's interesting. Gonna, so she doesn't dissipate it. She doesn't. Hayward does. Sword does. Okay. Interesting. Uh, which makes right. them more of a villain to her. Right, right, right. Uh, it, it'll it can for those for those of, of you specifically you that are still thinking that Hayward's a relatively good guy doing <laughs> doing doing the thing that needs to be done, um, it, it'll succeed. Like he'll he'll have succeeded in what he what he meant to do. Uh, he's probably gonna lose the the created vision, um, mm-hmm. because which I think is very interesting. We can talk about that in a bit. But I I feel like that he's going to succeed in his efforts to to infiltrate and take down the hex. Yeah, that that'd be a make for a really interesting story. I will say, this is the first episode where Hayward has actually done something wrong in my mind. Uh, where he lied? Not where he lied. I'm fine okay. with him lying. Okay. Again, Nick Fury lies all the time. Even his secrets have secrets. Sure. Okay. So then, what do you what do you say? The only problem I actually have is that he actually did bring Vision back, <laughs> in some capacity. Had he not done that, I'm fine with him lying. I'm totally fine. Okay. Um, He's in the business of keeping secrets. He's an intelligence agency, more or less. He's a sentient weapon agency. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. It's in the name. Yeah. So, like, I mean, like, what were the what? What is Sword's purpose if not to bring Vision back? Right? If they are a sentient weapons agency, that's the thing, though. What is Sword's purpose if not to bring a character like Vision back to life, or to create a new Vision to to make a uh, an Ultron like thing? What is their purpose as a sentient weapon observation observation research division or whatever? I think so. Um, Um, I mean, that's the kind of thing because we got that scene where wanda is at the sword hq after everyone after the battle against thanos and everyone comes back um and yeah and i she, saw a lot of people saying he fabricated the footage he did not everyone should go back and rewatch it. it's in episode five that got the, me. the footage cuts um it does not actually show her leave with vision's body it doesn't show her leave at all the the footage pauses on her staring very closely at vision's body like we like see he- in this episode and then we just in this episode we see the continuation. He may of it. not have edited the footage, but he manipulated it. He stopped it where he wanted. So sure. that, and, so and then he he verbally narrative. lies. Right. He verbally um, lies saying that Wanda stole yeah. his body uh just to fit the narrative. Right. Uh, uh which okay. I mean, I, I did like I I had almost hoped that Wanda had taken his body, because that's straight out of the comics. Right. Uh but it's like shot for shot, just you know, with better graphics and not drawn. <laughs> Um, but we got this explanation and I, I really liked that she she was like just out of grief she drove into some little town well so it uh, seemed like they had already bought the house and were maybe five years see that doesn't quite line up to me I don't totally get it did uh, you see a date on that I didn't no I didn't see a date but like it had Vision's name on it also Okay, so it had to be before he was killed. So it has to be before he was killed, which means it's over five years. Or, ago, or she was means... split already and was writing it for both of them. <laughs> uh, continuing with what I was saying, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like so they've owned this house for like five years and just like, I guess that's why the foundation was never finished because no one was alive to really push for it, anyways. It started and construction stopped. But it's crazy that like with, with like the housing market that we have in the United States, it's crazy that no one was just like, well, they're dead. Uh, 
I mean, I guess you have such a, I mean, half the population's dead, so I'm sure you don't have a housing shortage. <laughs> uh, like, as sad as that is, but... Um, yeah. All right, now that I've depressed everyone. Yeah, let's, uh, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> let's want to talk about. Uh, just going through the flashbacks, um, I, I, I love, and you were saying that we were going to get these scenes of yes. her with Hydra. Um, I really like the seeing the missile. Also, her favorite shows, Dick Van Dyke. I can respect that. Absolutely. Um, I, I and, like that we got to see that. Because uh, again, when this show started, we were like, "Why sitcoms? What's what's up with that? Did she just like have a love of sitcoms that we didn't know about?" Yes, <laughs> correct. Yes, she did. <laughs> and, and here we got it. We got sometimes the, the easiest explanation is the right one. Right. Uh, uh, it was kind of interesting though, because like, and it was really moving. I think that when we saw uh, Oleg and Irina and like the whole Maximoff family, um, like they're trying to learn English. They're trying to. Yeah, it seems like they're trying to get out of Sokovia. Actually. They're trying to, to better themselves right. to really make something of their lives. And oh man, and and it does such a good job of capturing though, like like we already knew a lot of these things, but you have like Zemo's line of Sokovia was a failed state long before you blew it to hell, and then you have her line of like, uh, we waited for two days for Tony Stark to kill us. And it's like you get all of the the emotional impact of those words from previous movies in these like and you see it <laughs> in these shots. Um and like you see how it's motivated these characters so much. Um and man, it's brutal. So one thing that I wasn't so this is something and I, I think having watched the the subsequent uh flashbacks, like the as they go further. Uh, I got my answer to this, but when I but that first one where uh, the family got Titan trucked by <laughs> by, a, by a Stark missile, I don't. It's a little different. Not much. Is it? Not much. <laughs> that, I I want to see. I, I want to go frame by frame, and I want to see how much of that explosion happens in a single shot. It's it's marginally it different. It it's, was fast. It's not a moving vehicle. <laughs> Although I guess you could say that a missile is a moving vehicle. Well, it's a, I mean, if you're trying, if people are riding which which some people did used right. to <laughs> um, ride bombs to to direct but... them. uh that's not for this podcast <laughs> um but so what i was going to say is i wasn't sure how much of it was actual what what happened then or was present wanda like reliving and trying to change but uh she reached out her hand and we heard a little something as she tried to oh, i didn't hear anything she tried but... to do something with that missile the, the the music changed. I think there was a little bit of sound of like magical whatever. Yeah, but there's no visual cue which we typically get. But she was trying. But the, so my question is, how much of that was she actually had the powers then, uh, and just it, tried to get to work, or that was present day Wanda trying to change? Uh, oh, whoa! So that's an interesting idea. Not, not necessarily like change her own past, but change the the memory she was living in. Because we got, we also got the line of young her saying, um, "At the end of the show, it's all it'll all go back to normal." Like it'll. So I I, I wasn't sure if that dream. was I wasn't sure if that was like ten year old her saying that, or if that was present day Wanda being like, "I just don't, I would I don't want to live through this memory. It's all a bad dream. It'll go away." I think. Let me use my everything we see is ten year old her. That was what I. That was uh, after watching the subsequent. You bring up a very intriguing question. idea. I'll say that. Um, and then, like Agatha brings it up, that he's like, "Hey, you did a probability hex," but she was like, "No, it just didn't go off." It just didn't and go so, off. 
maybe she didn't know that she used the proud belly hex. Maybe she didn't use the proud belly hex. Well, I mean, there's there's sometimes uh, uh, failure of quality control, you know. At Stark well, Industries, he's kind of a, a laissez-faire CEO at this point. He's he's not very involved. Right. <laughs> uh, I imagine that he she didn't know she had powers back then, because mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that she gave us the the line, and I don't know exactly what it was, but actually, he's not even CEO yet, is he? Wouldn't it, this be Obadiah Stane? It's Obadiah CEO? Stane in charge. So yeah, um, I have no doubt that quality control may have fallen off. <laughs> uh, but we we get lines of like her time in with hydra like she got she and her brother got their powers from from them so i i think even at this younger age she didn't truly understand what she had and they even have an additional line again agatha um after that when she's in the cell watching sitcoms again um agatha makes a comment that like uh I forget what the exact wording is, but it's that like you had an interaction with an infinity stone that amplified something the, you already could Yeah, yeah, died on the vine. Um, and so it's like, okay, so then we're saying we are continuing the idea that she had her powers beforehand, maybe pointing to a mutant gene. I don't know. And then there, I don't know. We know, but we don't know. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> And so maybe the interaction with the Infinity Stone is the reason why she's not just um, a good magic user, but she's actually quite a very powerful magic user. Um, so much so that she can do chaos magic like people chew gum. Right. Uh, something that, that's also really interesting because, and and this was something like at the beginning of the episode when when um, Agatha is confronting Wanda and like she's showing off the the. Uh, illusion spells and the transformation um, transmutation spells uh, and the runes and she's like because she's using like genuine magic there's spellcraft there's runecraft right there's raw materials kind of stuff right and Wanda's just doing, doing she doesn't, things she doesn't know that she's using spells she's just using her abilities it's it's an, it's an entirely different level right it feels so um primitive the way agatha breaks it down that she's like you casting thousands of spells at once to create this little uh, thing and it's like no for her it's more like a snap of the fingers <laughs> she, in in her grief she just did it did it, it just happened so easily she didn't even know <laughs> i did like I, I did like the latin that agatha used to yeah there's a lot of latin that was, that was um that's just me personally liking that so a lot of um, Latin. So is one of those scientists in the Hydra thing, just for my benefit, maybe other people are curious about this, is the the one with the hair supposed to be Baron Strucker and he eventually loses his hair? Because the other guy doesn't really look like Baron Strucker. And that guy didn't look in charge. The other guy looks in charge. He's got the hair. We know Strucker was mostly in charge of a lot of the experimentation. He has maybe. the twins at Ultron. Um, I, I'm curious. I wish they would have brought back the same actor so it was more obvious, or at least the monocle. Right. Um, but I mean, that'd be a good through line. Yeah, it could just be yeah. someone else doing. It, it, but, yeah, but, maybe maybe they're grunts for right. for Strucker or something. They're just running through all these experiments. Reminds me of in Agents of Shield. By the way, Agents of Shield. Yep, wearing the shirt again. Um, they uh. Uh, Werner Weinhardt, discovery requires experimentation. <laughs> His psychopathic mind. Um, and it reminded me a lot of that 
like what he was doing with Jai Ying and what they're doing with all the Sokovian volunteers. <laughs> yeah. We didn't see after that first scene, we didn't see Pietro. Like I was kind of, I was expecting to see him at the facility too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird and it's not weird. Um, if you think back to if, episode four, the, the Monica had, flashback episode, there are definitely a significant number of characters missing from that episode. And then in this, because we're spending so much time on Wanda, we don't get Monica. We don't get uh, Jimmy. We don't get Darcy. We don't get. Well, I was just kind of expecting like vision, the really. twins to walk into the room to see the scepter together, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Or, um, and I mean, if they had done that, they'd have had to bring back Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh, you're saying that? Okay, uh, I misunderstood. Sorry, yeah, back to, during the yeah, facility. No, during- uh, yeah, I kind of wish there was something. For sure, that would have been cool. Because yeah, if they if they had used Evan Peters there, that'd be weird. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. The... I think every that would thoroughly confuse everyone <laughs> more than they already are. Like, so I think everyone's at like happened. an apex of confusion. And if Evan Peters <laughs> was actually in Aaron Taylor Johnson's Quicksilver role, it would just be like, I'm out. This doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> all, all is lost. Yeah, that, that's the other thing though. Fiatro, um, Evan Peters. She calls it a crystalline, uh, crystalline possession. Cry- crystalline possession. She just said it fancily, but but like subtitles. Quiz, yeah, well, possession. I gotta say it the way she says it, man. A crystalline. On. It's cool. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything if you don't say it with an accent, right, Wanda? Come on. Right. Uh, <laughs> the the amount that they call out the accent. I think that's what this show is for. Like it's, that it's they're, answering. They're like, we know we've made the mistake. We're just totally embracing that mistake. This this show is what uh, the was what the Han Solo what Solo was, where they explained the twelve parsecs. Yeah, a lot of explaining. because that was that was a an error for decades, uh, and they gave it us a good explanation. No, it wasn't an error. Like no, that it's people's misunderstanding. It, it's not an error in Star Wars. I, I, I thought I'm pretty sure that like from from the original trilogy that people are like oh that's a unit of distance not a unit of time which it is it's a unit uh, of distance yes but my point is is that everyone thought that they used it as a unit of time correct we people humans thought it because we see the word sex as seconds uh, abbreviation for seconds we see that and we go wait what how did he travel faster than light speed faster than all these other ships are traveling that doesn't make any sense but also um, when you how find did he find a faster a route when you're traveling at the speed of light right um i i think that's just people's misunderstanding because parsec maybe, is maybe. a real word i i'm, I'm aware i know uh, <laughs> so and it means distance but i think that's the thing is that people knew it meant distance but people thought that the movie meant it as it's time. like light year light years of distance right um, um but that's neither here nor there. But I, I, I was but a lot of people confuse that as a dis, uh, a measurement of time. I just trying to draw a comparison. That I think this show, is yeah, as, as an explanation like, medium for sure. Right. Uh, it's doing a lot of that, uh, and I think pretty well. Explain some of the potential. Yeah, and I think it's doing it pretty well. At least very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what's the the last flashback? Oh yeah, we get Wanda and Vision having a little heart to heart. Oh my gosh. I got to say, because um, I've been talking about this, that I'm like, this Vision's just not acting like Vision. And I'm like, I really hope that's just not how they're writing him now. But they clearly showed to me they know what they're doing. 
because they give an old vision scene and he talks like old vision. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, good move. I appreciate this. Uh, thank you very much. I, I wanted some wisdom words of wisdom from vision. Um, and then once vision's gone, who's there to bring her out of her black, her, her, her dark hole. Uh, we know that Hawkeye is too busy with his own family, so can't be him. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he can only do that three times and then your punch cards complete. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. And so just total mental breakdown, which it sucks. Uh, she's yep. lost a lot of people. Um, it's a very human thing to relate to. Um, don't you want to just go off in your own reality when you're feeling lost, feeling grief? I think a lot of people would. She's just sure. hard to actually do that. Uh, right. Uh, and maybe it's a good thing that we don't. Have. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm trying to think, trying to run through the, the episode. Okay. It's kind of weird though. So we, we get all this stuff. Agatha's like helping Wanda maybe to her own benefit. And then um, also the monster monsters ink of it all just running through doors. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate. Um, but yeah, Wanda runs outside to find Agatha. I don't want to say hanging her kids, but <laughs> she's got magical Nooses around, around their necks. Although I will say they were loose enough that the kids, if they stopped running forward and ran backwards, they could have gotten a out. Quick, a quick little uh, stop um, back. <laughs> Who am I to judge? <laughs> Maybe they were like magically taped to their necks also or something. The way, <laughs> the way that Agatha was able to manipulate Wanda to, to live yeah. through these memories and, and <laughs> just walk her around I, I I was entrapped, man. I, I was I loved it. Well, it's also the th the thing that's so interesting is that even though like Agatha is in charge, it's also kind of Wanda, right? It's, uh, because she even says right at the beginning, she's like, "Where are we? Like, what is this?" <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, this is my childhood home and whatnot." Um, and there's like Mama, Papa, and all this stuff, and she's like, uh, "I think you're in this one." <laughs> as, as much as as much as Agatha is in charge it's Agatha dealing with like a sleeping beast that is much more powerful than her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and that's what I'm so curious about in this finale is that like, uh, I was saying that like this, I, I've, I've said multiple things about this show that it doesn't feel like the kind of show to give us flashbacks. We've gotten a lot of flashbacks. It doesn't feel like the show to have a really intense action sequence. I think after this episode, maybe it does. Uh, <laughs> we, we got a lot of things building up. We got, uh, Vision versus Wanda, Anti-Vision versus Vision and Wanda. We got Agatha versus Wanda. We got Monica versus Agatha. Monica versus Wanda. Like <laughs> Monica versus herself. Monica. <laughs> she's trying to figure out who she is now. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> she she's Pietro versus the MCU. Uh, <laughs> Pietro versus the fans. Yeah. <laughs> um. There's just so much that has to happen. Pietro versus the memory of Pietro. <laughs> right, right. How, I mean, so we did, I, I do like the explanation of like why Quicksilver Pietro had certain memories. It's because Agatha was behind it. She she yeah. knows the history of the Avengers. She knows all that stuff. She was able to 
Right, she's been around for a while. She's been silent observer throughout history, yeah. at least. At least observer. Well, she might have been a little bit active. We don't know. Right, we don't know. We don't know she's That's active. a lot of time. Right. But uh, she didn't join the Avengers Initiative, so... <laughs> she was at least not on Nick Fury's radar. Right. <laughs> Which is impressive, actually. But then again, neither was... I mean, like, Doctor Strange was on his radar for different reasons. Not for his magical abilities, well, right? He didn't have magical abilities. Right. <laughs> so he, that's he what I'm saying is that, like... Yeah, Although, he, like, if you send any character to go learn the mystic arts... Yeah. But... <laughs> I'm still waiting for uh for Namor to to pop up somewhere in WandaVision. <laughs> Not in WandaVision, but just in, in the MCU in general. He's been that teased would, for that so would long. Be, I honestly think like <laughs> I, I think Marvel could do it, but like that might be the worst writing ever. That just have like, Namor pop up in WandaVision uh, in the finale of all things that we were waiting for in the finale, and then Namor you know, pops up like that. The Jersey chaos. Coast. He just... if, if we're talking about chaos magic, that is just chaos. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it works, man. <laughs> yeah, Atlantis is just off the Jersey coast. <laughs> uh, that's why they don't like humanity because of all the new Joysons. Oh, <laughs> um, I, I loved uh, Agatha's line at the end when she had one his kids captive, and she's like, uh, "This is chaos magic uh, that makes you the Scarlet Witch." So, like, that's the first time that we've had her comic book like hero name. And Hayward kind of makes fun of it. Uh, earlier when he's like she doesn't have some silly nickname <laughs> like they've all got something come on right well she's got it now she's got it now although how much i, I don't know if she's gonna want to use that <laughs> it's gonna be i don't know i i think if she keeps, or, or she'll take it as she'll like take i think it she won't something. take it now but i could see uh maybe it's in doctor strange 2 or something when she that that switch flips again don't you know who i am yeah <laughs> uh just like that just like the juggernaut um and, and she does that thing that like just one more thing pushes her off the edge and she's like you don't know who you're messing with i'm the scarlet witch and then just kill someone or something <laughs> just on the spot and that's when we know okay call the avengers right which now this is probably should have which probably should have happened you know episode one yeah, but the thing is, they call the Avengers and Spider-Man comes over. And it's like, uh, I don't know what I'm uh, doing here. <laughs> he's like the Galaxy Quest aliens. Uh, <laughs> he's just like, I'm not sure what I should be doing here. Like, okay, well, I've shot a web at this location and this location. Same result of nothing. <laughs> Activated second mode. <laughs> I, even, I even tried insta-kill. <laughs> And it did nothing. Um, what are your What are your thoughts about anti vision, the albino vision? What are your, What are your thoughts? Yeah, about so that? You, I, think uh, you know a bit more about this character I I know very little. Um, because because even the stuff that I had looked up recently was new to me. So I I have read some comics with the white vision, and I never understood it. I never understood why he was white. I was like, this is just an interesting choice. But okay, um. I thought it was symbolic of like him losing the infinity stone for the most part. Um, but turns out it's a lot more <laughs> uh, than what I knew of. So it turns out there's a vision from another universe that comes to town basically. And 
uh, he's kind of the one that's actually called anti-vision. Okay. It's not necessarily this idea of a white vision being anti-vision. Um, it's a, and is that character white as well? Is that no, no, no. So, so okay. he's not. And Vision is made white, I believe, after his encounter with Isaac, which is an AI um, <laughs> developed by. I'm trying to think. The Cree? No. Yes. No. 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 The Eternals. The, it, it, Isaac is an AI developed by the Eternals uh, because even though Star Fox isn't talked about a lot nowadays, but Star Fox is a good Star, <laughs> Star Fox is the reason for this storyline okay. uh, because Vision is dead, and the way that they bring him back is Star Fox goes, "Hey, I think we have an AI back on Titan that we can help uh, Vision come back online." Isaac interfaces with Vision, brings him back. He's white now, I believe. And then at the same time, we have this other vision from another universe come to town. They body swap. And so vision goes back into a colorful body and anti-vision is now white and shenanigans ensue resulting in evil vision storylines and other evil vision storylines, because it's like there is an evil vision from this other universe. And then also the vision that has interfaced with Isaac He's because he interfaced with Isaac. Isaac's not that good. So, <laughs> um, so there's like two evil visions. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very, it's very complicated. Um, I will say, uh, part of it is, uh, part of the, the white vision storyline in brief, um, is a different mind stone, not an infinity stone, but actually a controlling crystal is, I believe, what it's called. Um, and so that makes me wonder, I, I was saying, if if Tyler Hayward brings Vision back, how does he know it's not going to have Vision's memories? How is he going to be able to control him? Why would he help Tyler Hayward? True. If it is a controlling crystal, if they somehow explain that they were able to make one, that they were able to, um, I mean, they, they are in the business of sentient weapons. So maybe they do have some a lot of AI knowledge that they were able to make a controlling crystal, whatever that means. Um, and so now Vision is back, but he's under the control of Tyler Hayward. I'm really interested to see where this anti-Vision goes after the show. It's such a weird because introduction be, right before a finale. It would be such a waste if he doesn't make it out of the show. Doesn't it feel like a little separate like from the story? Like, like, like it's connected in the sense that like Vision's part of the story. I mean, it's connected, but it's also like this is something that Hayward wants to do on his own. Like, like I mean, this was this was kind of the reason he's here. Like, he honestly he could, if in, if he wanted to, he could just be like, "All right, pack it up, boys, we're leaving." Right. Uh, he's not going to because I think there's people that'll hold him accountable. Considering right, like, and I think he genuinely does want to help people. He's not he's not bringing vision anti vision. He's not bringing vision back for nefarious purposes. He's doing it with the intention of protecting humanity. Now. Ultron was Ultron was created with the intention of protecting humanity by the one and only Tony Stark. So we we can see good in the road to hell, good intentions and all that. And Stark also had the the satellite up in the air to well, I don't remember what that name was. Yeah, uh e Edith. No. Um, oh Edith, Edith is the glasses, even dead I'm I'm the hero. Right. Wasn't yeah, but oh, you're right. I don't know what the satellite's name is. I don't know, but, um, but he had that in place. There's also Veronica, the Hulk deterrent. Yep. Um, 
yeah <laughs> nameless Haley. so so i think that's a different satellite than ian's talking about veronica being the hulk deterrent you're talking about the far from home satellite with all the drones so. yeah right um yeah i don't remember what that's called um all i'm saying <laughs> all i'm saying is all of this could have been prevented had tony stark left wanda the binary augmented retroframing or barf or barf technology or so barf technology work, work so that she could work through her catharsis. Like <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Could he, yeah. Could he just th this, that done <laughs> everything that Tony's done. And like, that might be one of his most important technologies. <laughs> <laughs> and it was created by none other than Mysterio. Yep. Um, all I'm saying is a lot of this could have been prevented. If barf would, you just have to give Wanda Tony's barf. That's it. Yep. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> that should, That's all anybody ever wanted. Title of the episode. <laughs> Tony's barf. <laughs> Tony should have given Wanda his barf. <laughs> um, all of this could have been prevented. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so so we we talked about where I think Antivision's going to go. What about? But yeah, you're right. It, it's weird to like if they kill him off next episode. It's such it's a waste. Like, we built up tile like I feel like that's like a multi-level storyline right, that you build up. Kind of why I was leading into like, what do you think is going to happen with Tyler Hayward? Like, where do you think he's going to go? What's his story? What's yeah, his I don't know. It, I mean, like, if Vision dies, I guess Tyler Hayward's story's done. Specifically, anti-Vision, I guess, is what we'll call him for simplicity. But uh, or albino Vision. What what do, what do people want to call him? White Vision, albino Vision, anti-Vision. I think anti-Vision is probably a good one to go with for now. We, yeah, we don't really know. We we don't necessarily know though, because right. like it's just us giving a name until we get something, um, yeah, confirmed. I still this entire season I've said that I don't think Tyler Hayward's going to make it out of the show in charge of Sword. Right, and, and I, I'm still I still agree with that. I think he's gonna he's gonna take down the hex. It's gonna unleash Wanda as an even bigger threat, and he's gonna be like, I gotta step down or something, or Monica's right. gonna force him out of the role. Um, <laughs> threaten him with her powers yeah that'll right. i can that, i can see you you're, that you're really that really proves a point right oh <laughs> it's useful um well that's that's like setting up the whole the mutants the mutant problem threatening people right 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 that, like, a mutant I, I mean it's it's the whole uh i mean that's what the sokovia accords are I, right well the, the tony accords thing. yeah yeah the tony accords um yeah, they, there's got to be something more than there's just got to be like one more piece to this puzzle. I feel like, I, but I maybe not. It this, doesn't. It doesn't feel like there has to be. But I said at the start of this uh, this podcast that like it feels like a web slowly, like like a jigsaw puzzle or something. It slowly is like putting pieces together. We're we're seeing the bigger picture, but it does feel like there's a few pieces that are missing. But, but it's a jigsaw puzzle that we don't know how many pieces there are. True. <laughs> but we don't know how many we don't know how many pieces there are in the set. But from what we've put together, there's a few pieces missing. <laughs> right. We we know that it's not a complete picture. Right. And, and we we've, we've kind of known this the whole time, and we just keep getting new pieces to fill in, and we're like, but it's still missing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I I don't know. Uh, it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be absolutely wild. Um, I think there there could end up being this really big fight. I mean, now we've got Wanda and Agatha. There haven't but, been a lot of action. Button heads. Right. And, and I wasn't expecting there to be. I was like, maybe this isn't that kind of show, and I'm okay right. with that. Um, 
but seeing but, some witches duke it out. But Wanda and Agatha duking it out, Vision and Vision duking it out, Monica duking it out elsewhere against Fiatra. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it does beg the question. I, I wonder if, uh, wow, this would be a really interesting thing that like, I'm probably the only one that thinks this is interesting, but it's very complicated. And I think it makes sense. Okay. Uh, except for the fact that Jimmy doesn't recognize him. Uh, maybe it's a face swap. Um, so she does her little possession of this guy in the bubble, you know, Okay, hear me out. That guy is the person that's under Jimmy's witness protection. And why is he under witness protection? Because he is, in fact, a speedster. And he's Speedball. And in the comics in Speedball, the catalyst that starts off the, the comic book Civil War storyline is that Speedball and his group of new warriors, which is a project that Marvel TV was trying to get off the ground for a while. Um, and then when they got folded in, I think it got canceled. It got canceled, yeah. Um, it's not necessarily the best comic book, if I'm being honest. At least not, <laughs> not one of my favorites. But there are characters in it that I do appreciate. And Speedball is one of them. Uh, because of how much trauma he goes through. And so basically they, the, these new warriors have a reality TV show where they stop criminals. Like it's, it's reality <laughs> and they stop criminals. And one of the criminals they're trying to stop is a mutant named nuke. And they try to stop him uh, near an elementary school. And well, he detonates killing hundreds of children. And of course it's on TV and everyone clearly sees that, like, oh, these heroes are at fault, even though, no, it's it's still Nuke. But uh, <laughs> I disagree with that assertion. But uh, they take the blame for it. And more importantly, I think, is that Speedball feels incredibly guilty about it. And so this idea that maybe he goes into witness protection and then... You know, like, I, I think that... Why are you in witness protection? I murdered, like, 200 kids. <laughs> right? I'm responsible for the death of 200 kids. Like, oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> that would explain why Fiatra has superpowers, because if Agatha can just give powers right? to people... But, I mean, maybe it's just the illusion of powers, you know, that, like... Yeah, so it's manipulating someone else's, like, time, like, view of yeah. time, so that he's actually just... Running and then like, maybe Wanda kind of gave it to him because she's like, well, it is my brother, so you should be able to do these things. You, you should be fast. And inside, whoever's underneath the the, the spell makeup is like screaming because they're now superpowers. Something. Just got to go fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just like the Sonic theme song inside their head at all times. <laughs> the ultimate pain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Any, any last thoughts about this episode? What do you? It is a good one. I, I was saying last week that I, I don't know if last week was my favorite episode, but this one was really solid. Um, it's very intriguing. It's it's again still like we just keep building up, building up, building up, and we're we we have yet to come down from this build up. Um, and so it's setting up for a very climactic episode. Uh, do you think I, I'm thinking the last episode will be of a similar time length as this one? I, I, I can see that. I definitely think it's going to be on the longer end because they just have a lot that they have to, to go through to wrap this up. Um, how do we know, like how, how much time has, has these episodes accumulated accrued together? 
has it been oh you mean like runtime runtime yeah because like what we told it'd be like we told six hours but i feel like that's something someone says when they round five and a half or six and a half to six um but i don't think this has been but that that begs the question do we count credits like do we do we count that's true because it's like the first episode's 30 minutes or is it 22 right because that's a huge difference we're, we're talking eight minute credits in every episode that we could definitely do some math to figure that out um, um but i don't know i just i, f- I do feel like you're this the next episode is going to be about this long along maybe maybe a little longer um I, I also think it's probably going to have an end credit scene or a mid credit scene. For sure. It's it's so <laughs> gosh, that that's the thing that like I almost don't like. But it's like does that mean there could be a Marvel show where every episode has an end credit scene or mid credit scene whatever we're calling it? But like the the <laughs> WandaVision's going to have three mid credit scenes and some of them are in the middle of the <laughs> like like it's not three mid credit scenes of the finale. It's th- three different episode mid credit scenes. Very annoying. Yeah, it is what it is. I don't know. I'm I'm really excited. I said that each episode has been like hyping me up to the next one. It's just been building. And even though last episode wasn't the greatest, I I still got such uh, not this past episode, but the week before uh, wasn't the greatest. I still got a lot of enjoyment out of it, and I'm really excited to see where the final goes, the finale. Yeah, it's going to be intense. I'm so excited for next week to to put a, a bottle cap on this story. And then uh, we can just start theorizing further. We can we can start putting all the pieces. Right, together. right, right. Once we have once this jigsaw is complete and we now have pieces to a completely other jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> uh we we could start solving that. Uh final thoughts I think is that it's connection to I'm still curious how much it's going to be connected to Spider-Man three. It's obviously very connected to Dr. Strange too. Um, but having Dr. Strange very involved in Spider-Man three, may, maybe they're just two different uh, branches that lead to Dr. Strange and they're it not re- like necessarily related on their own. As it does feel like these three movies though are, are somewhat, yeah, I've been it's saying it. it's it's the triangle of storytelling with these three products. Um, I'm very stoked. Oh man, I just I, I need it, it to be next weekend. It's it's such a hard thing because I I'm very pro weekly releases. Mm-hmm. Like this has been so much better than had we got nine episodes in one day. Now, if yeah. it was a movie length, sure. If it was four episodes, yeah, you can give me all that in one day uh four half hour episodes you can give me that one day but the fact that it's like twice as long as a movie three times as long as a movie maybe uh i can appreciate it being drawn out but i gotta say every time an episode finishes i'm like where's that next one i need more right (laughs) feed me (laughs) feed me the entertainment yeah um but uh regardless uh well we'll get it when we get it it'll be super entertaining and just think about it even when we get the finale of this we will only be two weeks away from the premiere of falcon and winter soldier which will be very exciting and i will announce that uh after our after the wandavision finale 
Um, we might take a one week break from this Saturday show. Maybe I'll figure it out in the next week. Um, and then we'll be back to talk of Falcon and winter soldier reviews uh, when that show kicks off. Uh, so you don't have to worry. We'll still be talking about MCU. Uh, as I'm wrapping up, I just want to remind everyone to do me a huge favor, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you're listening to us. Also follow us on twitch.tv slash unanimous indecision because there are two different ways you can find us. One is on Twitch. The other one, you can find us in audio format on Spotify, Apple podcasts, and various other platforms, wherever podcasts are sold for free. Um, so please go ahead and give us that, that feedback. Um, it helps other people find the show in these crazy algorithms. Um, and we can then just keep doing this uh, with, with more people grow the conversation as it were. Uh, also a reminder, this isn't the only show we do. Uh, even though next week, next Saturday at noon Eastern time, we will be doing WandaVision uh, episode nine, the finale and a full recap of what it all means. Uh, on Wednesday, we do uh, what movie are we reviewing? Um, on Wednesday, we do a movie review with weekly movie news. Uh, and this week's movie will be uh i'm still looking to find out if the, the movie theater i go to sh is going to show cherry um i have to double check that um so we will try to watch cherry if not we will at least be watching tom and jerry so next week will be a tom and cherry review potentially uh you figure that, that one out it, bad. it felt pretty good uh so so at the minimum tom and jerry i will be watching that regardless but we will try to watch cherry uh as well since that looks like a very intense uh high quality film and then we'll be talking movie news and that's wednesday at 5 p.m eastern time on twitch.tv slash unanimous indecision ian rismondo wow just wow man i just i'm upset how do you do it <laughs> I, I need more man i need yeah i need this finale i, I think i don't sleep any dancers <laughs> i think we're all in agreement uh those of you that were listening thanks for joining into the chat as well love having a conversation with you uh this is unanimous indecision i'm joshua troop and we'll catch you next time